the bedroom's curse and the murdered cockatoo by william theodore parks read for LibriVox.org, by linda marie nielsen vancouver b c tim doolin was a well-known jock an active sprite and light and trim and time there was that jocks did funk to mount and run the race with him he won by length he won by head he saved the race by nose and ear till all the jocks around their pints exclaimed the thing was devilish queer but fortune is a gay coquette by fickle fortune doolin lost till every one who backed him soon did find him out a fraud and frost i've seen him lose at punchtown i've seen him last at battle too at fairy house i've seen him fall his colours then were black and blue he stood and scratched his head amain beside the stable door one night he had been drinking tints of malt and felt as he were almost tight a race was on to run next day he trotted up his chance to win when turning through the stable door he saw a gentleman within he thought the thing extremely strange and asked the man why he was there and stoutly gave the hint that he was there to sneak and dose the mare the gentleman he laughed a laugh i've backed the beast myself by gum and you must win or i will be the loser of a tidy sum well look said doolin pawn me scowl i have my doubts that she's in form the stranger glared at doolin and with voice as of a rising storm accused the jock of practices that were not meant for honest men and asked him how he won so oft and could not pass the post again well yes your honour pawn me faith it puzzles me the same as you that i can't jerk the horse ahead and win as once i used to do i never drink before the race i always pray before i mount and yet i find it's all the same my prayers have come to no account i used to curse and swear but ah bedad my swearing days are done then how on earth could you expect to be the man who could get on i may not dare to curse and swear i have a rich religious aunt i'm in her will and would lose the fortune if i did and shan't she often heard me curse and swear but warning me one day says she if you go on to curse and swear i'll have no more to do with thee i've made my will and left you all my worldly goods and money too i've got it written signed and sealed so you be careful what you do i promised her upon my oath that i would neither curse nor swear and i have kept my word and i will keep my word to her so there she lent me a cockatoo and cautioned me i must not lack to treat him well he's in the room i occupy till she comes back ah that indeed were here's a tip when in the morning you get up keep cursing all the time you dress and swear at night before you sup 
by this no human ear will catch the oathings that will make you light and take a load from off your mind and you will win the race good night that very night when he went home he slyly locked the bedroom door and up and down around the room he scattered curses and he swore he cursed before he cursed behind he cursed until his face was red by dint of cursing and at last he stripped and tumbled into bed next morning many oaths he made and sandwiched them with many a curse that sounded weird and wry and strange his oathings they could not possibly be worse he cursed because he had to rise he cursed to leave the bed so nice and warm and soft he cursed because the water was as cold as ice he cursed around the basin stand he cursed the water jug alas the towel and soap he cursed with oath that almost broke the glass he cursed a button that was loose he cursed the thread and needle new he cursed the irritating starch he cursed his washerwoman too he curbed his braces they were tied with bits of string that broke in twain he fixed them with a pin it stuck into his spine he cursed again he cursed the postman for his knock twas by his tailor he was sent he cursed the landlady who brought the bill and asked him for the rent before behind above below at right or left he was not loath to drop a detonating curse or fling an alternating oath he cursed the razor and the strop he cursed the wart upon his nose he cursed his hair that wouldn't grow he cursed the corns upon his toes he cursed a stud and buttonhole that was too big and in the street he saw a burly constable and cursed the man upon his beat he cursed the helmet on his head the number on his collar too he cursed the stripe upon his arm his mittens and his suit of blue he cursed his baton right and left he cursed it also upside down he cursed him to the country jail and back again and into town he cursed the lining of his sleeve a bottle in his pocket who had put in there he could not tell he cursed his aunt her cockatoo he cursed the laces of his boots the cockatoo he cursed again again he swore unlocked the door and gaily started for the train hurrah he won the race that day and everything for him went right and surreptitiously he cursed and swore and cursed again that night a painful shocking thing that men should stoop to acts like this for fame or pelf though all my friends there's not a man who would act so shocking but himself his calendar grew bright again with fortune's sunlight or a cast but there must be an end to such and retribution comes at last his aunt returned to town again he gave her back her cockatoo twere better he had slain him first it's what i think and so will you one day a mortuary note did come alas his aunt was dead 
he buried her with decent haste and then her latest will was read but by that testament he found that he had not been left her purse it intimidated this that he had taught her cockadoo to curse it intimidated this that she though that had met her death alas and in a codicidal expressed a wish they'd send the bird to grass no mortal eye but his beheld the deed he then essayed to do twas murder for he wrung the neck of his dead aunt her cockatoo no mortal eye beheld the deed but things again with him went queer till one day looking down the street he saw a stranger prowling near the man who told him thus to swear twas on a dark november eve he knew that stranger held a secret stone for him inside his sleeve he knew that he had run a score of heavy debt was due for sin and darting back he closed the door said he to bridget i'm not in just say that i'm out said he and quickly up the stairs he flew the stranger knocked ah let me see and up the stairs he mounted too the servant sneaked the keyhole then and saw a struggle on the bed then ran below mavron a store come up argah the lodger's dead the moral is of gentlemen you do not know you should beware you should not use your bedroom for a hiding-place to curse and swear to curse a harmless constable upon his beat is even worse twas he who caught the juryman who gave the verdict on his course that shocking room is haunted now it may not raise a shock in you but every dark november eve there comes a shrouded cockatoo and gliding in his pallid shirt a wretched spectre doth rehearse the record of his oathings dire the cockatoo then shrieks a curse the man of easy habits then will see the deadly deed anew of how the neck was wrung by him who slew his aunt her cockatoo the man of easy habits then will see the evil sprite of gloom come prowling for his guilty soul and bear it down the trap of dune the lady can never make the lodgers in that room consent they never stay beyond the day that she has asked them for the rent but men are not so wicked now they will not swear an oath for pelf they much about the same as you almost exactly like myself end of poem this recording is in the public domain